It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm. I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. Yes. Welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. And it's a Charlie Tuesday. Hello, Charlie Five, message board legend. Hello, Zach. We are broadcasting yet again from our favorite place to record ever the Locked On Auburn podcast. Favorite place in general. Correct. Correct. Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Off of um, Bent Creek. the Bent Creek exit here in Auburn. Everything that we have here every single week, and we get different things every week, which is rare for me. Normally, I find something I like at a restaurant, and I just stick with it. But, I'm adventurous uh, here. Yeah. Very adventurous. It makes me feel safe <laughs> and comfortable, and uh, yeah, I'm able to try new things. I had fried shrimp tonight, believe it or not, and it was freaking The phenomenal. Bam Bam. The Bam Bam Which we shrimp. promptly then called you Bam Bam. It was that's what, I, what, what people call me sometimes. I love that about you. <laughs> they got some cool specials, though, yes. uh, for today and tomorrow. Monday, yes. Mondays and Tuesdays. Monday nights, you have BOGO to go, which is buy one, get one off of pizza yep. that yep. are made in the only coal fire oven possibly in the world. Ever. Yeah, maybe ever. Universe. Universe. It's delicious. It's, it's great. So buy one, get one. Come in. Order them to go on the way home. Buy one, get one free. And then Tuesday nights... Kids eat free. Yes. And it is absolute, the best kind of mayhem ever. It's yeah. awesome. You've got 30 kids. Yeah. So that's why you come here every Tuesday. Exactly. The value is ridiculous. The value is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, yeah, come by and uh, hang out with us as we record Locked on Auburn every Monday night this summer here at Baumhauer's and, uh, of course, any night. But, uh, of course, Monday and Tuesday, they've got some uh, some really cool deals. All right, so... I talked to Phil Still Monday, and I'm going to play that conversation on tomorrow's show. I've heard of him. Uh, he's a big deal. He's a big he's deal. A big For deal. those who don't know, I mean, his magazine, people refer to it as like, uh, I mean. That's the beginning of football season. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's dropping all over the place exclusively at Books A Million and Barnes & Noble this year. So I typically buy mine at the grocery store. Can't do that anymore. Nope. Nope. Not there. But. He said a few things that I thought were interesting, and I haven't really been able to shake it. We're gonna, we got a fun talking point later in the show. It's going to take up most of it. But Lance, who, who's in attendance, as well as Coker is uh, as we record this, but Lance was in there listening <laughs> to me interview Phil, and his face made the weirdest thing in the world when he made this comment. But we were talking about, like, the five big games for Auburn. Right. Which are Penn State, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, and TAMU, right? Sure, yeah. And so I asked him about those, and when he got to the Penn State game, he says that he believes that Penn State is the most improved team in college football from last year to this year. That's weird, right? Or yeah. is it just that way because they like had a terrible start last year? Well, they were pretty bad last year. Is so. that it? <laughs> it's, it's like they were bad be. last year, and it's like, okay, well, you're average, so that's a pretty big jump. Like, they're What, what a, does that look like? They're like a bad, good team, maybe. So they're thinking any any improvement is going to be a pretty good. The jump from good, bad team 
to a bad, good team is pretty substantial. Is that what he's saying? I think so. I think that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, that, that just threw me off a little bit. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I mean, I've, I guess I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite here because I've kind of don't feel good about Auburn going up to, to Happy Valley to win that game. Right. But just hearing him like have that high of a praise for Penn State, I just wasn't really expecting that. Well, I think they return quite a bit. And Phil Still's a big return, returning player guy. So I asked him about that, and he is. He's a big returning experience guy. But he was like, everyone is a big experience guy. Like sure. Auburn's returning, I think he said 16, and we're like 90th in the country in returning experience because of the weird COVID rules and everybody getting like fifth and sixth years of eligibility and all right, that. Right. So he's like, this year is just weird when it comes to returning experience because everyone has it. Well, I mean, they they have performed very well over the, under James Franklin. They won 11 games three times already. Yeah. So then you drop down to four. If It looks like they're around the 10. They're, they're basically a 10-win program in the Big Ten. Uh, he recruits well. They're going to be tough if they jump back up to where they just typically perform. Um, I mean, I would say a six-game jump is probably going to be – that's a pretty good jump. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, they played less games last year, but... Yeah, and I don't know if they had any weird COVID-related stuff. I don't really follow them very much, but... Yeah, because who happen. cares about them? Who cares? Get that Penn State crap out of here. I can't wait to go up there and who drop do, it on them. Who do you think wins in a fight, just fisticuffs? Bo Nix or their quarterback, Sean Clifford? Bo is not losing a fight to a dude named Sean, ever. Just, did you just diss Sean White, too? Is that what you just did? Bo would own Sean White. Sean White wouldn't care. He wouldn't feel anything, but I'm just kidding. Why but, wouldn't he feel anything? Uh, because he has a high pain tolerance. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. He had Auburn going 8-4. and four. That's pretty. I think that's pretty solid. I think we're happy if that happens. I would be happy if that happens because that means you're either 4-4 four and four in conference or 5-3 and three which a, f- a first-year coach coming in, I think that's where we're situated in the SEC West. I think that would probably be a pretty solid start. Would you rather be at 8-4 and four where you're 4-4 four and four in conference play and you beat Penn State or 5-3 and three and you lose to Penn State? I'd rather the conference. I'd rather have the better conference record. I don't really care that much because about Because that means you beat two of either Bama, Georgia, LSU, or A&M. Texas A&M, right. And so, like, that's, that's a win. Sure. To me, that's what you have to do. You have to win. You need to win two to three of those games every single year. And if you can get to that point, you're going to be you're going to be pretty solid. He's just he's in the same boat as pretty much every national writer. They absolutely adore Texas A and M, and I just I think they're going to be good. But like Vegas has their line at like nine and a half. Lindsey pointed that out yesterday. Like I heard that. Yeah, that's a lot of wins, man. Yep, and was the. The money was pretty even. Is that right? They I, I don't remember. I don't really remember. Yeah, not, that means, yeah, nine and a half wins. That means if you, you win ten, you're only losing two. They play, and they play they play LSU. They play Alabama. They play Auburn, Auburn every yeah. year. So, I mean, that would be, you know, you gotta, you got to win at least one of those games and not lose any of the others. Uh, and I think they, they do get Alabama at home. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and he, and think, he thinks Alabama is going to struggle in College Station. So, 
They we'll get see. Auburn at home as well. Yeah, so be sure to tune into that um, tomorrow, of course. Uh, that'll be out. That's big time. Wednesday morning. Phil, Phil Steele's a big deal. This is my seventh year interviewing him. We kind of joked about it before we uh, we turned, you know, started recording, but it's been pretty cool. And he's like, well, that's cool. I uh, I just got off a guy who was my 27th year doing this with him. And I'm like, okay, Phil. Okay, Phil. As a flex. We yeah. get it. We get it. It's and like, you're going to go on ESPN later probably. Yeah, it's too, like, good so. for you, Phil Steele. Good for you. It's like, I give you money every year. Why are you being salty? <laughs> Today's show brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So, Charlie Five, why would you endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning when they're going to do the same thing you can do? They're just going to go to the back and order it from a computer. You can just do it from your phone. RockAuto.com. It's that easy. It's that. Did you just get hyped up? I got fired up. I love got that. Jack there for a second. I love that. RockAuto.com. Car parts. Um, it, yeah. Let's go. Yep. Go to RockAuto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car, truck, or your SUV. Do you have an SUV? Nope. Sort of. Nope. You've it's got a, a big old truck. It's a midsize. Okay. Is it a midsize sedan or midsize SUV? SUV. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Locked on Auburn in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, we got a fun little exercise. (laughs) You and I have not talked about the Auburn-Miami scheduled matchups, the home and home there. Why have we not? Because it's in 2029 and 2030. Right. Right. Your children will like be in college when that happens. I'll be really or older than I want to be. Uh, yeah, okay. Yep, there you go. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Much older. We, we thought it'd be fun to go through the coaching staff um, and kind of play the game like, all right, could they be a head coach by 2029 slash 2030? And the reason is that it's all uh, several of the past Auburn coaches eight years prior were, you know, like either posi- up-and-coming position coaches when you look at where they were eight years prior to when they came to Auburn. So we thought... Wh- yeah, I'm which- trying to find what I... Okay, yeah, this is... Um, we stole this from like a, a Justin Ferguson Auburn Observer mailbag a few weeks ago, but Josh Dub asked him a question. Um, so this is where guys were eight years ago before they became the head coach at Auburn. Brian Harson was Texas off- offensive coordinator nine years before the Arkansas State head coaching job eight years before, and then Boise State head coach seven years before. Gus was a high school head coach eight years before, but an Arkansas offensive coordinator seven years before. Tommy Tuberville was an assistant coach at Miami eight years prior. Terry Bowden was Division II head coach eight years before. Akron quarterbacks coach seven years before. Pat Dye was assistant head uh, assistant coach at Alabama eight years before. And then East Carolina head coach seven years before. 
Doug Barfield was not coaching eight years before, and Shug Shug was a, <laughs> and Shug was a was a, an Auburn assistant coach eight years before. So I think it'd be fun to kind of look at what do we think about Auburn's current coaching staff in the, in regards to their talent long term. So sure. Will Brian Harson still be a head coach eight years from now? Oh, without a doubt. Will he be at Auburn? I think so. I think so. And wow, that's that's a big deal. That would be he would be up there as far as like some of the longer tenures that we that we've had. Like Gus. Like Gus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I agree with you. I think he will be too. Um, Brad Bedell, the tight ends coach. That's a good one. You know, he's had some NFL experience. Um, he played in the NFL. Uh, but he's he's been an offensive coordinator. So eight years from now, where could he be? He's going to have to take a step up as another. I assume he's going to have to get another coordinator position. Um, I don't. I think he was only a coordinator under Harson. So I'm going to say no, but he's really close. What is really close? So he's a coordinator somewhere. He's probably a coordinator somewhere in the next eight years. Yeah, possibly at Auburn. Uh, Mike Bobo. I. No. I just feel like he's an OC. Yeah. That's who Mike Bobo he is. He gave it a run, and I think it's much less pressure. He can go out and get pretty good quarterbacks. He can coach up good quarterbacks. He he can make a great living, and every coach that comes here loves it. So I think he's going to be around for a while. Uh, Nick Eason. This, I, this is a Nick Eason podcast. This is a Nick Eason podcast. Nick Eason. Nick Eason. I'm going to say no. Me too. I love him, and I, I think him. he's going to be an outstanding coach. But he may be back in the NFL. I think he's going to be in the NFL. He could uh, be a defensive coordinator. That wouldn't shock me, but I bet he ends up in the NFL again. Yeah, that's my that was my guess for sure. Um, Zach Etheridge. This is an interesting one. Yeah, so Zach is he's pretty fresh as far as, you know, as a head coach, he's he started in two thousand. He got his first actual position coach in two thousand seventeen. Okay, so that's roughly four years ago. So he's got some. I, th- I feel like he's still sort of he's in that recruiting role. His jump the, to this job was pretty substantial. I agree. That's a big jump. I mean, I love the hire, but I mean, right. there's a we all have those moments in our careers where like, oh, that was a big moment. I think right. him getting hired to this job was huge for multiple reasons. He gets to come home. He loves Auburn, but also. Just as far as he kind of creates his resume and his coaching path, it's a big one. I don't think – I think he may be trending towards that direction, but I don't think he'll be a head coach. In eight years, no. Yeah. He's got – I think he's in a good spot, though, because he essentially has two defensive coordinators with Derek Mason and Jeff Schmetting sort of right there. And Burt Watts. Burt Watts was also a defensive coordinator. So you got three former coordinators to kind of – Learn from he could make a he could make a jump quicker than than the next person that has a similar resume as him because of that. But at the same time, I'm like you. I think that it's still early. He made a big jump to where he is now, so uh, I'm not quite eight years, but not far after that. Maybe. What about our sweet uh, sweet friend Will Friend? I don't see. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. Don't he, let's, let's move on. All right, yeah. Derek Mason. Defensive coordinator. I believe he will be a head coach again. Yeah. I, I, I'm hoping it's not in 2022. <laughs> I'm hoping he's here for at least, you know, two or three seasons. It does. It, it's very similar situation to the must-champ hire, but it feels different. And I don't yeah. really know why. I guess because Vandy's not as good of a situation as Florida was. But 
I think Derek Mason's a better coach than Will Muschamp. I don't have a lot of respect for Will Muschamp as a coach. Yeah. Especially, yeah, head coach for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a, I think he's a very solid defensive coordinator, but as far as a head coach, I just don't know why people keep trying to do that. But whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I just I think uh, I think Derek Mason is a shoe in to be a head. I, I think it's two seasons. Two. I, that's I'm hoping for at least two. Or if he does go after this year, I would think it meant that we were they were very incredibly good incredibly productive. And what's funny is. I, I guess it wasn't really that way with Muschamp, if you look at it from a, a whole on a whole perspective. But like we did progressively get better over the year when when he was here. So I, I guess we could see somewhat. Muschamp of a, definitely paved the way for Kevin Steele, for sure. As he far changed as culture, the culture and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he did yeah. change the intensity that we had on defense for sure. Right. But I, and he'll he be a head, Carlton Davis. He'll be a great. He'll be a head coach, and I think he's going to get a better situation, and he's going to be a great head coach. Jeff Schmetting, he's got to be a head coach, he right? Will be a, he'll definitely be a head coach. I he's going to be the defensive coordinator after Derek Mason leaves, yeah, which, and then he will go leave Auburn's DC job to be a head coach somewhere, and he'll take over Boise State when Andy Avalos <laughs> leaves and goes somewhere else. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, Bert Watts. You mentioned he's been a, a DC before, right? So he's sort of a journeyman. Now, yeah, he's he's a special teams coordinator and outside linebackers coach. I I think that window of his career is closed. That's if, just my guess. If it's not, it's like the the drapes are drawing. It's like the it's getting dark darker as far as having that opportunity. Um, the drapes I, are drawing. Yeah, the drapes are drawn. I think that's what we need. To you think really they're all the way? Here. They're <laughs> they're all the way drawn. Right. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm with you. I, he seems sort of like a career journeyman type coach, kind of like uh, like a Bobo or a Will Friend. But I do think he'll probably have some pretty good coordinator jobs, maybe at Auburn, you know, if he hangs around and is still performing and possibly recruiting at a, at a higher level. Uh, Carnell Williams, also known as Cadillac. No, he's not. He's not ready, in my opinion. Even in eight years? Not in eight years. Yeah, I agree. No. I agree. I love him, though. What is his next step? I mean, can he be an OC somewhere? Yeah. Uh, I think, like I, I've always said this, I think he's got to get – I think he has to go special teams first. He's got to really? get – I think he's got to get – he's got to start wearing more hats other than just being a running backs coach. I, that's. I mean, he's a great recruiter. That's a sure. hat. Sure. I mean, and you have to be that. You have to be that. Yeah. Uh, Cornelius Williams – I Dude, love you Cornelius. just slammed that water down. <laughs> had a tickle. Okay. Had a little tickle. Got it. Had to remedy. Okay. Uh, yeah, Cornelius Williams. I think he'll be trending. I think he'll be an OC somewhere. You, so you don't think he'll be a head coach, but OC? Yeah. Right. I I think Cornelius is possibly going to be one of the up-and-coming stars. It would not shock in, me. In college football. Eight years isn't that long, though. It's not. It's not. But, I mean, that'll put him – He's close to my age, so that'll put him early 40s, and he'll have a lot of experience. Um, he's a super sharp dude. I don't want to flex, but hung out with him a few times at, did at the pool. Did you really? No, not did. Do. So, we're, he might. Where do y'all hang out at? We hang out at the Auburn University Club a little bit. At the pool? Is that what you yeah, said? At the pool, man. I get a little, I get a little, uh, a little high-five action every, time, every now and then. What's what's more <laughs> dynamic, you and Cornelius at the pool 
or Alan Green and Brian Harson at the pool. Golly, there's nothing that can out. We'll never have a pool story. We will never have a pool story. But that is a that is a uh, Coach Harson and I question. met five years yeah. ago, and we were in a pool. I just, just had to play that. And I'm had to play that real quick. All right, so, uh, okay. Today's no. show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. True or false, Charlie Five, Built Bars are delicious. That would be true. Built Bars are very high in protein. That would be true. Built Bars do not have a lot of calories. That would be it. Wait, that is true. That is true that as is well. That is true. <laughs> and they're, uh, they're very low in sugar. And, true. And uh, they only have four grams of net carbs true that is true can people go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order absolutely yes locked 15 your promo code 15 percent off at builtbar.com it's Kubota orange day shop the years of best selection of Kubota tractors zero turn mowers and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the usa and now through june 30 get zero percent apr for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, we got a few minutes left. JT4 is just, like, flying up NBA mock drafts. He is, and, you know... I've had conversations with like friend groups and whatnot, and it's funny. Was it Cornelius? It wasn't him. We, we, we only talk together. about we only talk about football, and it's nice that you respect it. him enough to, yeah. to do that. Yeah. So uh, we uh, friend groups. We all thought. Does he that, call you Charlie Five or your real name? No, he calls me uh, by my real name. Wow. Yeah. Does he know you're Charlie Five? No. Okay. No. Got it. I don't want to. I don't want to scare him away. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but uh, so in, in all of us, and I think maybe even me and you thought, or you and I thought that Thor leaving early was not very smart. We thought if he came back one more year, he could possibly be a lottery pick. Yeah, and then I started thinking about it, though. Like, the longer it took for him to come back, it's like, is he hearing something? It's got to be. Because yeah. I, every mock draft I read, it'd be two rounds deep, and his name's not on there. And at this point, like, it would not be shocking to see him get drafted before Sharif. He is right. his, late teens, something like that. Yeah, he's absolutely. I, I I kind of always felt if he could get to the combine though, and people could just see him, like lay eyes on him and watch him do things at the size that he is, that there could be a team that f- could fall in love with him. A buddy of mine is a big Rockets fan. He's from Houston. He texts me. He's like, "Can y'all believe Rockets or the Rocket fans are actually having conversations like this?" And it was a basically like, "Could should." Is an article, should the Rockets take JT Thor over Evan Mobley? Wow. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's the kind of conversations they're being had right so now. So, talking with NBA people, their big thing is they want their first-round pick to be a guy by their third year. Yes, franchise. And I think Thor could do that. He's just so young, and the NBA loves that. People forget he was the number eight player in the same class with Jabari. Yeah, in this class. In this class. But he's like, no. Screw you, senior year of high school. Yeah. Let's go play ball. You know what right. I'm saying? Yep. And so, and he reclassified. So, it, you know, even though he's technically a year behind, like, 
he's he's right that they they thought that much of him down the road. So that that t- technically that year could be next year in the NBA that they they feel like he's going to explode. So I, I'm anxious to see it. How cool would that be to have two first round picks in the in the NBA, not the NFL, the NBA? That'd be, be crazy. Unreal. I mean, what a quick turnaround that would be for Bruce. And then you look at it for like next year, and it's like you're gonna have Jabari, right? And then you're gonna have Flanagan, probably. Yeah. And then what happens with uh, with Kessler? Does he catch a fire? lot of options? Does he do enough? Jalen Williams, he's as he continues to develop, he could be an NBA guy. I mean, who may not even start. Right, he's our sixth man, like the it's sixth ridiculous. man. Ridiculous, ridiculous. But we uh, we talk, we kind of always have coined that phrase, Jabba, just Auburn being Auburn. That the year that we would have two first round picks, we were on probation and uh-huh. did not perform at a high level. Right. That's <laughs> so. that's it. Yeah, we're gonna be so much better next year. Oh, Phil still may tell us we're gonna be the best. We should have asked him. I know he doesn't do basketball, or maybe he does. He's probably know. too busy thinking about Penn State. He he thinks about him a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That is okay. It's probably like you, you know who everybody's going to say is the most improved college basketball team. It's going to be Duke because <laughs> they stunk last year. They were the, they were the worst best team last year, <laughs> right? Or best worst team. Yep. Oh well. All right. Yeah. Anything else going on? Anything funny happened in the bunker this week? Oh man, I we, I was on vacation this week, so I kind of stayed out of the bunker for a little while. Really? I bet I your wife really appreciated be- that. I got a flat tire at the beach. That was awesome. That stinks. That, that stinks. Great. That was great. Hey, guys, uh, be sure to come by and support our friends here at Baumhauer's. I mean, what an awesome establishment. Uh, the wait staff is always fantastic. The yes. menu is incredible. A lot of options. Mondays, BOGO to go. Buy one, get one free of any large pizza to go or medium pizza to go from uh, an awesome, awesome setup. Their pizza is delicious and then tuesday nights are kids nights you can speak firsthand we've joined you guys several times but y'all are experts yes we're on here. Bomb literally Hours kids night literally every tuesday yeah. face painting uh balloon animals correct free kids food it can't be beat can't be beat cartoons yeah. on tvs it's awesome so uh yeah be sure to come by and hang out at bomb Hours. Charlie Five, where can people find you and hear you? You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five, AuburnSports.com, The Bunker, Auburn 247 Sports, Body Get Aboard, or on Tuesdays and Thursdays on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Dad Bod Golf Pod, available wherever you get your podcasts. Good stuff. We'll be back tomorrow. Be sure to tune in. Phil Still will join us. This has been Locked On Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.